Well, I'm going to invite Judy to come and give us our gospel reading, which is John 1, 1 to 14. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him all things were made. Without him nothing was made that has been made. In him was life, and that life was the light of all mankind. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to testify concerning that light, so that through him all might believe. He himself was not the light. He came only as a witness to the light. The true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world. He was in the world, and though the world was made through him, the world did not recognise him. He came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. Yet to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God, children born not of natural descent, nor of human decision or a husband's will, but born of God. The word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only Son who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. This is the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. So uh, on the first Sunday of the month, we always have an all-age talk, so there's a bit more for the children to engage with. Uh, but it's not a children's talk. It is uh, for everyone in the church. So John begins his gospel by talking about the Word. In the beginning was the Word. So I need a volunteer straight off the bat to come. And You've been a dying man this morning, Anna, so I'm just going to pick someone else to start with. Uh, Travis, if you come up, you're going to be the word. Okay. So hopefully you can see at the back, this t-shirt has the word written on it. Okay. So in the beginning was the word. So uh, Travis here represents the word and it says, and the word was with God. So I need someone to represent God. David, hand straight up, come uh, forward. So in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God. So straighten that out so you can see. It says God. Okay, so stand next to Travis. And uh, that's pretty straightforward, isn't it? We've got the Word, and we've got God, and the Word is with God. Uh, but here it gets a bit trickier because it says, and the word was God. So we understand that the word and God are equal in one sense, they're the same, but they are uh, different people, they're distinct persons. And yes, when John talks about the word, he is talking about a person. Who do you think he's talking about? What do you think, Andre? Yeah, but more precisely, Anna, the Holy Spirit. We haven't got the Holy Spirit up there yet, but that's the word. No, not the Holy Spirit. We've had God, the Holy Spirit. There's one more. 
അറിയാണ് I'll come back to you. Cassie. Jesus when John talks about the word he's talking about Jesus so as you kind of uh, figured out there we've got uh, God the Father we've got the word who is God the Son or Jesus we're missing one who are we missing shout it out Holy Spirit Okay Anna you can be the Holy Spirit because you shouted that out so nicely Okay so In the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. So here we have the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit. Why don't you uh link arms, stand back to back. Can you do that stand back to back and link arms? So if you come here and you two turn back to back. So yep. So now link arms with each other there and there. So and you link arms. You link arms and you link arms. Now can you kind of Can you shuffle round to your right? All we'll just sort of shuffle round. Okay, and keep shuffling round. So this represents God. There is only don't fall off the stage though. There is only one God, but within Okay, that'll do. That'll do you. Okay. Don't want to get in dizzy, but within what we call the Godhead, there are three distinct persons, the God the Father, God the Son, the Word, Jesus, and the holy spirit so who finds that quite difficult to understand adults as well who finds that quite difficult to understand i find that quite difficult to understand i think we all do but when we start talking about the sovereign creator of the universe we should expect to find something new well done guys sit down give them a round of applause they did a great job there you can take your t-shirts off when you're sat there or you can you can keep them on if you want as long as you don't get too hot Yeah, uh, the Swiss theologian Karl Barth said uh, one cannot speak about God simply by uh, by speaking of man in a loud voice. In other words, uh, God is not just a big version of us. He is other. He is different. So John's word John's uh, gospel begins with the words in the beginning. There's another book of the Bible that begins like that. Which is it? Do you know? In the beginning which book of the bible begins with those words kids any anyone adults as well somebody shout it out genesis. genesis the book of genesis right at the beginning of the bible the first line of genesis in fact the first line in the whole bible is in the beginning god created the heavens and the earth the word was with god jesus was with god when he created the whole of the universe In fact creation was made for him it was made through him and it is held together by him So we know that God has been around forever and we know that Jesus who is also God has been around forever So forever is a long time isn't it Is that quite hard for us to get our heads around forever but we're going to try we're going to try and we're going to use uh this this red string i need two volunteers for this some okay the twins come so if you uh remind me of your name what's your name aura uh, aura aura and zara so aura if you hold this here so come around where i am and you just hold on to those handles here eh? and just hold it straight 
Okay? And Zara, what you're going to do is hold that string. Okay, and when I say go, Zara, what you're going to do is you're going to start pulling that string out. Okay? You can stand a bit further back, actually. So jump, 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 walk back with it. Jump, walk, back, jump, walk, walk backwards. Walk backwards. Okay. So Zara is pulling this string. That's a good rate, so you can stand there now. Don't, don't move anymore. That's it. Keep, keep pulling about that rate. That's perfect. So we're going to imagine that each centimeter of this string is a billion years. Okay? And Zara is very determined, so she keeps pulling on this string all day and all night, and she still doesn't reach the end of it. Uh, so she keeps going. She keeps going for the whole week. Uh, she still doesn't get to the end of the string, so she keeps going for um, a month. She keeps going for six months. Keep going, keep going. She keeps going for a year. She keeps going for five years. She keeps going for uh, ten years. She keeps going for fifty years. Um, I, I should have probably picked a boy, but this represents the fact that you've been going for 50 years. So uh, you're, getting, you're, you're getting very old. So you keep going. She's been, she, in fact, keep, keep pulling. Zara's been pulling this her whole life, and she lives to a very old age. And at the end of her life, do you know what? She's no closer to the end of the string. Keep going. She's no closer to the end of the string. You can pull it as fast as you like. She's no closer to the end of the string than she was at the beginning. And remember, each centimeter of the string represents a billion years. So thank you for that. Uh, that's excellent. That was perfect. Well done. So give them a round of applause. So forever means never-ending. You would have eventually run out of wool, but uh, I did put quite a lot in there, so hopefully not. Uh, so for, um, forever means never-ending, and there's a special word for it. Does anyone know the special word for never-ending? Uh, or Infinity, that's one word, yes. There's another, that, that's a good word. Another one? Eternal, yes. Jesus is eternal. Jesus has always been there. Jesus has always been there, but at a certain time and place and uh, a point in history, the Word became flesh. In other words, the Word became fully human. When did that happen? When did the Word become fully human? What do you reckon, David? When Mary had Jesus, great. Yeah, when Jesus came into the world, that uh, special and awesome and wondrous event uh, that we celebrate every year at Christmas. You know, there are two categories. There are two uh, types of thing. There is God and there is everything else. God is not part of creation. Uh, and uh, Jesus is not part of creation because he is... God. Now, what's this? What is, what is that in general terms? You can shout it out. What are we looking at? Don't be too specific. Art. Don't be too specific. What is it? Art. Art. Okay. And, and specifically, what kind of art it is? It is a, a painting. Okay. Does anyone know what the name of that painting is or the artist? Jono? The Starry Night by Vincent van Gogh. We've got an educated fellow over here. That's good. Uh, excellent. Uh, it is The Starry Night by Vincent van Gogh. Now, in a sense, Vincent van Gogh painted 
uh, he created this beautiful painting. Uh, now, you might not agree that it's beautiful. I, I quite like it. But the point is that we wouldn't expect to see Vincent van Gogh running around in that painting, would we? Wouldn't expect to see him sort of waving from that little church we can see uh, in the painting, would we? And even if we look at a self-portrait, so that's uh, Vincent van Gogh, he painted himself. We know that that's not actually Vincent van Gogh in there, is it? You know, we'd be very uh, spooked if he started kind of looking around and gave us a wave. We, that, we know that's just a painting, it's not him in there. The artist or the creator is normally separate from the thing that they have created. And that's why it's so amazing and wonderful that the word became flesh because God entered into his own creation in the person of Jesus Christ. Jesus was and is God, and yet he became fully human. What does it mean? What makes us human? Shout out some things at me. What, what makes us human? We breathe. We breathe. Anna? We are sinful. We're sinful, yes. All human beings are sinful, yes. That's true. Uh, Sophie? A heart. We've got a heart. Yes, we've got a heart, a beating heart that makes us human. Well done. And also a heart can symbolize our the, the, the way that we can love and um, care for people. Yeah, what, Travis? Go again. We can. You can see people. Yeah, you can see people. You know that they're human by the look of them. Okay, that, well, that's a good one because you're saying you, that we look human. Uh, if I, let's have the next one. If I look like that, and don't you dare say that I do, <laughs> if I look like that, would I be human? No. no, I'd be an orangutan. So our biology makes us human, but also our experiences. Jesus was born, he grew up, uh, he learned his father's trade as a carpenter. Actually, the word that's used uh, in Greek is tektone, which means a worker of uh, stone, wood, and metal. So Jesus wasn't just a carpenter, he was a craftsman. Uh, but he learned his father's trade, and for many years, he lived a fairly normal human life. He also experienced human emotions, grief, joy, sorrow, excitement, fear, even anger. Jesus was fully human. Now, we know that all human beings are made in God's image. And what that means is that we can be a little bit like God in that we can uh, love and we can create and we can uh, nurture. But God's image within each one of us, sadly, it's been broken. And so we can't reflect the goodness and glory of God in the way that we should do. But Jesus is the perfect image of God. In fact, he's not a, 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 just an image. He is God. If you want to know what God is like, look to Jesus. If you want to know what God is like, look at Jesus. Where can we find out about Jesus? In the church, in the church yep. And where else? Where, where else might we find out about Jesus? What do you reckon, Travis? Through reading the Bible. Exactly. So, God came into the world. And I can't think of any better way 
that God could have made himself known to us. I once had a conversation with uh, a man. He was a he was a, an intelligent man. I think he was a police officer. He had a background in science, a, a degree in chemistry. And, um, and he said, if God is real, why doesn't he just appear on every TV screen and tablet and mobile phone? Why doesn't he just appear everywhere at the same time? And I couldn't believe what I was hearing from such an intelligent man. I thought, well, that sounds more like something a Marvel villain would do than something uh, that God would do. There is no better way that God could have shown us what he is like than by entering into his own creation, by walking among us, by appearing among us in person. John tells us that the word made his dwelling among us, and the language that's used, it actually means God pitched his tent among us. Who hears, Put your hand up if you've ever been camping. Let me camp. What's the longest time you've ever spent in a tent? What, 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 uh, Caleb, what's the longest, how many nights do you reckon? You can guess. Three. Three nights? Okay. How about you guys? Three or four. Three or four? Aliana? What's the longest time you've ever spent in a tent? Um, in a tent. Ten minutes. Ten minutes? Okay. So, maybe not a fan of camping. That's all, that's all right. It's not for everyone. But, you know, when we think of pitching a tent, uh, we, we tend to think of something quite temporary, maybe three nights, maybe a week, uh, maybe only a night if you're on the edge of a cliff like this guy. Um, but John means that, that God will live among us forever, always. God will always be with us. That's what he means when he says that he pitched his tent among us. When Jesus returns, and this is one of the things that we uh, look forward to, so hopefully during Advent and other times, when Jesus returns, he will have a real physical body because he hasn't stopped being human, and he will live with us forever. Last thing, last thing, John tells us that Jesus is a light in the darkness. Now, guys, imagine, imagine being in a really dark, scary forest at night. It's pitch black. You can't see anything. You're stumbling around in the dark. You can hear all these spooky noises and you're stumbling over things. You don't know which way to turn or where to go. And all of a sudden you see a bright light. You see a bright light shining through the forest and you walk towards it. And by following that light, you find your way home. Okay. Just picture that because Jesus is the light that helps us to find our way home to God. But when God showed up in person, a lot of people didn't like him. They preferred the darkness, and they tried to put out the light. Now, I'm going to just um, put this candle. Put this candle into the jar. So, if I pour this water into the jar, what's going to happen? It's going to go out? Do you think it's going to go out if I pour the water into the... You're too, you're too smart, Cassie. You're too, you're... Okay, look. Is it going to go out? No, it's not. You easily worked out how that was done. I'm not much a magician, am I? <laughs> But the, 
you're sat, you're sat too close. The, the, the point is the same, though. Imagine, imagine the candle is in there, okay? So the light of Christ, the light of Christ cannot be extinguished. This candle represents the light of Christ. It cannot be put out. They nailed Jesus to a cross. They crucified him. And because he's fully human, he died. But because he's fully God, he rose from the dead to new and everlasting life. And today we're going to be baptizing uh, Ethan and Michelle uh, because their parents, Danny and Ellen and James and Lois, have decided to walk in the light of Christ and they decided that they want their children to do the same. There is no better way to live than by living in the light of Jesus Christ, by following him, by uh, following Jesus and being able to have that friendship with God that we all deep down really long to have. So uh, thanks so much for your help, guys. You did a great job with that. So if you want, you, you, guys, can, uh, you guys can go back to your uh, parents for a bit. In fact, before you do, before you do, let's pray. We, we always end in a prayer, don't we? Heavenly Father, we thank you for this amazing event that we start to look forward to during Advent, that uh, you who created the entire universe entered into your creation as a man, uh, lived among us, died, rose from the dead, and you did all of that so that we can find our way back to you, so that we can uh, be found by you is more accurate. And we pray, Lord, that uh, this, this will really sink in during Advent, just how amazing and wonderful these events are and the fact that uh, they are true and we can live in the light of your Son, Jesus Christ. Amen.